we've been doing Clit Talk for a while now, over 200 episodes to date, and we have had an influx of new Clitorati, and we still have our consistent OG Clitorati tuning in every week. So we've created a free gift for you. It's called Clit Talk Cliff Notes, the no BS guide to self-pleasure and sexual intimacy. And we're really giving you our best highlight reel of sex tips. We have combined our top sex hacks to give you confidence, communication, orgasms, and the ability to take your pleasure game from zero to a hundred real quick and blow any partner's mind in bed. Included in this bang and free gift is two free audio trainings, self-pleasure is self-love, and our hottest sex tips. We also have unreleased episodes and a fan favorite from our sex and empowerment signature masterclass, an erotic visualization, and a video on orgasmic breathing. Oh, yeah. So to get a little taste of what we do here, you definitely want to sign up for Clit Talk Cliff Notes. Just go to clittalkshow.com backslash guide because clitorati it is possible to have quantum leaps in your sex and empowerment with simple and impactful shifts pussy pussy it's gonna be a good one today yes i'm talking about a clit talk clit talk clit talk talking about a clit talk clit talk clit talk come on girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow bring your pussies to the show Clitorati, we have a very special guest for you today who we've been wanting to have in the studio for a while. You may have seen some of our oil paintings on our Instagram. Well, she did them. She is a sex positive artist, oil painter, and body painter. And she says female sexuality is power, and she's going to use that power to get your attention. And boy, does she. Please welcome to the studio, Nicolette Spear. Yes. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And for anyone who's seeing us on video, yes, Katie and I are together. We've had uh, this, the universe really challenged us to make this episode happen. They're like, how committed are you to talking about Nicolette's artwork today? We were like, very fucking committed. Very committed. (laughs) Committed enough to hop on my bike and ride over here. Yeah. (laughs) And when we're recording this, it's right around Halloween. Katie was like singing. What was the song you're singing in your head? (laughs) but today is an extra special episode because nicolette is actually a very good friend of mine and madison's sugars um mm-hmm. and it's the first time that katie and, and nicolette are meeting so we're super excited to have you here um so nicolette um uh, our sex has been exploited by advertisers for hundreds, if not thousands of years, right? So I use, so we, you use your art to reclaim female sexuality from the patriarchy. And you talk about specific messages that you're infusing through your art and that you want, you know, the world to really hear about. Can you talk a little bit about why, with the mission behind your artwork and why it's so important in the world today? Um, So a lot of my artwork is actually just on the subject of female sexuality and female empowerment. Um, You'll find a lot of lesbian art um, images represented. Um, But I also love to talk about causes like global climate change and even our relationship to technology and how it's become addictive and it affects us. So the messages that I convey 
um, use a lot of beautiful images of beautiful women because I find our bodies to be so fantastic and magical. But I do believe that sexuality is power. It's where the root of our creativity comes from. Mm. And especially female sexuality, it's where we generate life from. So I think that using that to our advantage is what I'd like to help everyone to do and to have others feel empowered through their sexuality as well. Mm. Yeah. And that really does come through with your artwork. I remember we went to a recent art show of yours. And it was so cool because not only do you do um, paintings on canvas, but you also do body painting. And it was so cool because what she did was she had the paintings and then she had the models. She had body painted them to look like they were in the paintings and they would stand in front of the paintings. I've never seen anyone do it before. It was so cool. And it was so empowering because you had you know, many different body body types and everything like that. And um, it was just, I found it really inspirational and it like made a huge difference for, mm-hmm. for I think a lot of people that were there that day. That's why we were so inspired to have you on. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, it's very meta with the painted people in front of the paintings that look like they're painted to be in the paintings. Yeah, exactly. so <laughs> meta. Oh my gosh, it's so meta. Well, the characters. And, and mm-hmm. Madison was just the great pussy in the sky at one of your events. It was just a ode to Mama Gina and Pussy Reclamation, which started this entire show. I mm-hmm. love it. It's so amazing. Yeah. yeah, I love the concept of the great pussy in the sky. And that was, uh, there was so much to that art piece because there was a painted backdrop. Then Madison is body painted. And not only that, but I made um, a silver pendant with this jewelry artist, Patango, that she was wearing. And the pendant is actually the great pussy in the sky. So it's like a vagina with like a beautiful stone and like a flower around it and wings. (laughs) And that's also what was depicted in the backdrop. And then Madison is blended into it. So yeah. Yeah. And then I do, I really want people to feel like they're a work of art. So a lot of my art shows and art performances that I do are interactive and immersive. So that's where the body painting comes in handy because you have this 3D element um, that's fully interactive because it's actually humans. Mm, yeah, it's so mm. cool. You're so good at the body. I've never seen anyone body paint the way you do. And I, mm. I do think it's because of the way that you see people like as an artist. So we oftentimes encourage our our listeners to do like sexy photo shoots because we've done it. It's super empowering to us. You actually do like goddess photo shoots. And mm-hmm. um, Madison and I have actually been lucky enough to be models for your paintings. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I would love for both of us to, you know, have an opportunity to talk about that. But for me, like I can say like, honestly, like when you asked me to do it, my initial reaction was like, hell no, I need to lose 20 pounds before I let myself be <laughs> painted and photographed, you know, nude. But the way that you were in the photo shoot and the poses that you put me in, it was such a liberating experience for me. And then when I saw the painting, the way that you saw me was such a healing experience for me, you know, because I think the way that we see ourselves in the mirror is skewed by whatever, you know, trauma we have or whatever commercial patriarchy has been shoved down our throats. Mm-hmm. And to have, to see the way um, an artist like you sees someone else is such an incredibly healing experience. I just thank you so much for for that. <laughs> I really have to echo that as well. You know, being body painted, um, whew, I have like insecurity around my breasts. They're not perky enough. A little bitch voice in my head's like, they're not perky enough. 
and they're saggy and it's just trauma from being like, you know, a middle schooler and being called tits McGee and being told that I'm going to have saggy boobs when I'm older and all this crap. And so when you asked me for the second time, because I remember the first time, which was two years ago, this came up for me, but it was almost like the second time I was even more nervous. It was like the second time mm-hmm. I went skydiving, right? Like the first time I went skydiving, I knew I was afraid. I didn't know what I was afraid of. So the second time I went, I was even more afraid because this time I knew what I was fucking afraid of and it was valid, right? So it was like the same experience where I was like, I knew exactly what I was saying yes to, but I got to choose that for myself. And it came up. It came up even more than the first time with my breasts. And I was so happy you shared with me after the event because I was telling you, Nicolette, I was like, my boobs. And you're like, come on, girl, you've got this. You're the great pussy in the sky. And you empowered me throughout the whole, really the whole event. And at the end, you said that there was a woman who came up to you and like said to you that how much she loved my breasts and she wished that her breasts looked a certain way. And I had been talking about how I loved that woman's breasts. And so really beauty is (laughs) the way people see us is so not how we see ourselves. You know, the fact that that woman came up to you and said that she thought I had the most beautiful breasts, that was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm not right here. (laughs) Yeah, that was a really powerful and moving experience. I was so excited to tell you that. I couldn't believe because you were so insecure. And when she told me that, I was like, that's so funny because you had been admiring her breasts and she was intimidated by yours. And I was like, it just goes to show, you know, how subjective and the way that we look at our bodies is so critical. Um, but that is something that I love about the events that I throw is that there are these body painting events where everyone gets to get body painted and women really do feel comfortable and in a safe container to just take off their tops and get painted. And it's really, really special. Yeah. What is some of the other feedback that you've gotten from some of your other models? Like what do people, I'm sure you get a lot of feedback on their experience. What have been some of your biggest like takeaways? Um, there've been a a lot of people that felt that I was intuitively kind of healing when I'm body painting. They're like, Oh, like that area has never been touched before, you know? Cause when you body paint, you're painting every part of the person. Otherwise there's like a awkward open spot. So like every little area is being touched by my paintbrush. And, um, there's this feeling of having attention placed on all these areas that you would never place attention on or have be touched. And so Um, yeah, just kind of like a whole body healing. And I think that's really beautiful and special thing to offer. Um, other things that I've like had are just sort of like, um, like helping people to like channel or project what they want for themselves into the future. Um, I paint a lot of pregnant women and there's like a, there's like a, a choice in the motif that they want painted on themselves and they'll choose like, you know, um, something that they want for their child in the future, like mm-hmm. um, happiness or beauty or like different elements and things like that. I think um, there's also a certain element of like documenting the body. And this goes for like the oil painting and the body painting. Because, um, you know, I do photo shoots, which then I make the oil paintings from. Um, so there's some a certain element of documenting your body in the place that it's at because we are all constantly changing and evolving. And it's it's really nice to appreciate your body where it's at. But especially when you're going through really big changes like pregnancy, there's something really extra special there. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. 
<clears throat> I think that, you know, so many people do struggle with like a lot of our listeners and I think just people in general really do struggle with loving their bodies enough to connect with it on that level. And, you know, even translating into words and asking for what they want, like to, to feel safe. Can you share about your journey and your ongoing, you know, you know, journey of like your own body love and also you've had the opportunity to see so many different women's bodies, like any, I guess any like words of inspiration or tangible tips for people in this journey, because you have this unique perspective. You've seen so many different women's bodies, like, and as like someone who appreciates both men and women, right? I think that you might have a different perspective that could really land well for women. Do you have any, I don't know, like how do you view the woman form? <laughs> that was a very long winded question. <laughs> Wow. I mean, you know, as someone like, I just think women are so beautiful. I, I am um, like a bisexual or a pansexual person. Um, so I'm attracted to both sexes, but I choose mostly to paint women. Um, the few men that I've painted are generally trans. Mm. So there's just like a certain element of being drawn to the, the curves and the softness, I think is so beautiful. Um, but also something that I really, that I discovered about myself is that, um, the idea that we have around our own bodies, like what we're supposed to look like, isn't necessarily what I'm attracted to, you know? So like, there's this idea of, you know, this very tall, like thin, um, model type that we all want to look like. And I don't really think that's hot, to be honest. I think there's... (laughs) I think there's a million different variations. It can be super attractive. That type can be super attractive. But, you know, I think after seeing so many women's bodies and, you know, painting on like hundreds and hundreds of women, like actually on their bodies, I think um, the main takeaway that I have is that a healthy body is a beautiful body. Mm. And there are many different types of healthy bodies. So as long and it's extra beautiful, if there's love for oneself, that makes it extra beautiful. So, but that being said, that's also something that I really like to project or help someone feel or experience. So if it's not there as much, that's maybe something that I can see and I can put into a painting that wasn't there before. I'm seriously going to use that as a mantra. A healthy body is a beautiful body. Like that's such a, a, a different shift in like, thin is best, you know, which has been like the the narrative that I think a lot of people in our generation were fed. Now it's like Kardashian curves are best. It's it's whatever. It's like this unattainable thing. But I really love that. Like, I actually think I'm going to use that. Like a healthy body is a beautiful yeah. body. I love that. That's, um, that's absolutely. Really well and I love what you said about like when someone loves themselves and it's clear that they're, they are solid in their self-love, like that, that's the sexiest. That's what's attractive. And I can see that for myself too. Like I fall on the scale of pansexual more so as well. And I'm like, nobody looks the same. Everyone's different. Everyone's body's different. Like everyone is unique. It has nothing to Mm -hmm. do with, it's really starting to expose itself to me that it has nothing to do with the physical, but actually is that person loving themselves? Is that person taking care of themselves? Oh, that's attractive. I'm attracted to that. I'm magnetized to you. Show me your self-love ways, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know I've had, I've, I've shared this on the show before, but I have the same experience as, you know, a bisexual woman, the body that I like, I think I should look like, which I'm working at, I'm sorting, I'm working, I'm transitioning through that mindset, but with the body that I thought I used should look like 
was not what I found myself attracted to in other women, which was mm-hmm. shocking to me. So surprising, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, I'm like, maybe this is a little insight into men or other, you know, pansexual, bisexual people that mm-hmm. like variety is the spice of life, right? <laughs> yeah. Or any or anyone that you're that you're attracted to. Like they're gonna yeah. be there if they're attracted to you, they're looking at you as someone that they enjoy seeing and touching and being with and you know any of that self-criticism i highly doubt they're seeing any of the things that you see when you do that that being said some of my most vulnerable uh oil paintings are Mm self-portraits and when i do a self-portrait i really am looking at all the details and all the intricacies of my own body or my own face and that can be such a challenging exercise in self-love um, one of the self-portraits that I have is called I am the queen. <laughs> and I'm trying to really like view myself as like a regal queen, but in all honesty, you know, like really portraying like every detail of my body, even the things that I'm insecure about. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I know we're always so much harder on ourselves than like other people. So yeah, absolutely. You, you know, just because we know you, you're somebody that definitely occurs to me as like in your pleasure. And I'm so Mm -hmm. do you have any like current, like daily, weekly, monthly routines that you do to really stay in your pleasure as an artist, as a, as a person who's committed to that, um, that you can share with us? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I am a little bit of a workaholic. I'm very dedicated to getting up early in the morning and painting every day. And so I commit myself to having some fun on the weekends um, and allowing myself to. So relaxing into it and not feeling guilty um, about the next day. Just, you know, going to maybe a sex party or a dance party or whatever my pussy wants at the time and enjoying that without feeling guilty about it. Mm-hmm. I like that. I know. I think so many people like work hard to work harder. Like I work hard to play hard and I try to have that mm-hmm. be balanced, like my play and my work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to do a lot of those things that you mentioned as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super important. You got to enjoy yourself. Otherwise, why are we here? Also, that's where the inspiration comes from. Mm. You know, all that magic. And I have been um, recently really exercising um, creative energy through my orgasm. So when I'm masturbating, I'm actually thinking about like, what am I going to create and creating something even more beautiful and generating more and more beautiful things. Oh my God. I love that. You're speaking our language. I love that. I'm like, maybe I need to be writing songs when I'm masturbating. I'll have like someone on a guitar next to me and I'll be like, all right. uh, Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Record yourself on your phone or something. Yeah. Yeah. The song, Lindsay, the Lindsay, the song could be called I'm coming. I'm coming for you. <laughs> we have to make a vibrator what? specifically for Lindsay so it actually records her while she while she's singing. <laughs> a That's recording amazing. vibrator. We need to we need to invent you to talk to Bush about inventing this for me. <laughs> Will it record the sounds of your body from the inside though? This is Ooh. this could be very experimental. I like that. And then and then you could use that at like as like subliminal tracks and everyone listens to my mm-hmm. music. They're like, I don't know why I'm so turned on by Lindsay's music. I'm like, because my vagina is subliminally talking to you in the background of the music. The music is actually your vagina. Just like <laughs> the but if bass. I can make my vagina actually sing, that would be a track. <laughs> 
That would be a trip. Well, speaking of being a queen and pleasure practices and staying in your pleasure, I just want to also acknowledge that you are such an amazing host and you always open your home like almost every weekend to friends. And I so see you in your pleasure when you're hosting and opening up your home because you have such a magical home. You know, you're, it's such a sanctuary. Not everybody has that. Right. And so you are, I always have the experience of being treated like a queen when I come to your home. Oh, yay. Yeah. <laughs> I second that. Yes. You're an incredible that's what, host. <laughs> that's what yeah. every host wants is for their guests to feel that way. So I'm grateful that you feel that way when you're here. I so do. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we've made a distinction on our show, like fantasy versus desire. And I have it that Nicolette is kind of an expert at this. So that allows <laughs> us the freedom to really explore and not have to follow through. Hmm. And, and whereas the desire is something you actually want to fulfill. Can you, do you have any uh, like um, expert tips on this, this concept of like fantasy versus desire? Mm, fantasy versus desire. Yeah. Um, I th- I'm I'm very into erotic literature, <laughs> and I think that um, fantasy is something that maybe you could write down and enjoy for yourself. And um, I also I just really love um, hearing what other people's fantasies are and trying to get that energy to them in a way that they enjoy. Um, But I think fantasy versus desire, uh, it's really, really good to be in touch with yourself and to know what your fantasies are and what your desires are because you don't want to get them confused. Mm. That can be, that can be upsetting. So you want to be sure of what your desires actually are and be clear about the difference with your partners. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's well so said. true. That's yeah. so true. Yeah. It's so true. Um, right, Madison, you, you said you had a couple questions too, right, Madison? Yeah. So I as a sex positive artist, I just first I think this is such an incredible niche, you know, as an artist. And and like thank you for representing the sex positive community. Um, I can't imagine that there's a ton of artists that are like, yeah, I'm a sex positive artist or an LGBTQ. QIA friendly artists. And I really see that represented in your art, especially with this most recent series that you did during uh, this pandemic. Um, All the Baroque Renaissance style pieces that were really um, a lot of lesbian art. And then shortly after you you did some paintings with some thruples. Um, And so I just would love for you to expand on, you know, how you cultivated that in your community um, and, and, and the inspiration to to represent some of these um, less recognized um, groups within the sex positive community or LGBTQ community. Okay, well, um, I'm in a very open community of people, mm-hmm. and during the pandemic, I wasn't really hanging out with a lot of people, though. So, really, I only had a few photo shoots. And one of the most amazing photo shoots that I had was with a thruple that I super admire. I think they're one of the most successful thruples that I know. It's a man and two women. And they have lovers on the side as well. But they're kind of like the core relationship. And I did a beautiful photo shoot with them and made some beautiful paintings from it. And I think... 
the love between the two women I found really inspiring because that's something that's special about me is that I have that love for other women as well. And so I also made some very beautiful lesbian leading paintings and body paintings from that photo shoot. So yeah, it was a really, it was a really beautiful productive one, but mostly I paint people that I know, you know, unless it's a commission and someone sends me a photograph, it's mostly folks in my community. So they end up being a little bit queer, a little bit, a little bit open, you know, these kinds of things. I was the only one who wasn't, you know, queer, open, right? Though she's the most straight, square person I know. Yeah, Madison. For sure. Can I just can I just share with you? So I did. I got to do body painting twice. Extraordinary experience. Um, and go go check us all out on Instagram. Follow Nicolette Spear Art on Instagram, and of course, Clit Talk if you're not. And you can see the recent series that we did with the Great Pussy in the Sky. But I did also get to do what you did with Lindsay, which I was. I wasn't expecting you to ask me. And then when you did, I was, I was like, I've actually always wanted this from you for over the last year and a half. And I just didn't know actually how to ask you. Cause I was like, ah, I don't want to be too much. That little fucking voice. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be too much. So when you asked me, I was, it was like, I was so happy. And of course you were like, so I want to like do a, my, start my pop art series. And so I want to have you licking a popsicle since you love food play. And I was like, done. This is obviously was made for me to do. Can I and tell a little bit about yes, that? Too? I was going to go into yes. that story, please. <laughs> so I have sugar in my studio with, you know, beautiful central lighting and a black background. And we have this popsicle. And the theme of this painting, this oil painting theme, is global climate change. So it's it's getting it's serious but it's also kind of like we're getting kind of kind of crazy with it and a little bit sexual because you know we want to grab people's attention so this popsicle that she's you know having a lot of fun with what we didn't realize about this is that this popsicle was going to melt and it was a, it was a white coconut flavored popsicle <laughs> And this popsicle just starts melting like all over her face and like down her body. And I have to say that the melted, like my favorite photos from the shoot and the one that I made the oil painting from are in the end when the popsicle is almost entirely melted because Mm. the white runny popsicle is just everywhere. And it's so fantastic. Of course, course the popsicle had to be white. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, basically. We were just like, it was like 15 minutes in. I was like, Nicolette, the fucking popsicle flops into my hand. It's like freezing. She's like, what do I do? I'm like, I don't know. Enjoy it. She's like, enjoy it. (laughs) She's like, this is your element. Just keep going. Keep going. It's getting good now. Uh, (laughs) That is kind of her direction. She puts you in these like positions. I'm like, I'm just trusting you that this is going to look good in the painting. And I, the position you picked, I was like, this does look good for a painting, but you feel so... It feels awkward, but you do such a good job, Nicolette. You're like, it's going to look good and it'll mm-hmm. be fine. And you're like, I'm trusting you. Like your head's like behind your, your legs, like behind your head, your arms like up in the air, you know? <laughs> I'm like, it looks great. You're going to look beautiful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I exactly. always feel so, I always feel so grounded with, around you and in your presence. And I mean, I don't know if it's all those earth, earth sign vibes that you have, you know, as, a, <laughs> as, as an earthy, as an earth sign. But I just, there's something about being around you and being in your presence that is so grounding. And I imagine that the hundreds of women that you've worked with 
and men and non-binary and non-gender conforming and all of the queer people around Los Angeles, like mm-hmm. probably feel the same way, you know, and you, you're an influencer. You've expanded so much um, in terms of your, your career and it's taking legs. And I mean, for those of you who don't follow Nicolette on Instagram, like you have a shit ton of followers and everyone's obsessed. Like every single photo that you put up is like a jaw dropper. Yeah. You were just telling me the other day, Thank you're like, you. I don't know how to get people to comment on my photos because I think everyone's just like flabbergasted by them that they don't even, <laughs> they don't know what to say. There's like the ones yeah. that likes and no like, comments. <laughs> trying to do this interactive thing where I'm like, hey, what do you think? Which one's your favorite? And everyone's like, oh my God. And I'm like, that doesn't really answer the question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So we've been, I just I just realized so we've been throwing around this term like sex positive art. And I and I kind of feel like I've never heard that before. And I get that there's a real mission behind it. Like if you had to sort of define what is sex positive art and the mission of it, what what would you say? Um well, one of the real tragedies that I've observed in my lifetime is the subjugation of female sexuality. I think that it is one of the most powerful energies in the world. It is literally creativity in itself. Like it's, it's creativity in essence. And in so many cultures around the world, including our own, female sexuality is seen as dirty, bad, wrong, right? Like you can, you can see someone get decapitated and like, their intestines ripped out on television, but God forbid you see a female nipple in America. America. So So for me, it's just the normalization. I think the more that you see something, the more normal it becomes. Mm -hmm. So the more you see, you know, beautiful breasts and nipples represented in art and vaginas and, you know, whatever other women touching other women, it becomes, I think, even simultaneously, even though it is sensual and sexual, it becomes normalized. And I think that I think that is something that I'm really striving for um, to represent women through art in a way that is simultaneously shocking and jaw dropping and normalizing. Yeah, mm, so well said. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and that's so true just because we know you and who you are. And like Madison and I recently just went to a play party at your house. And we're gonna do a whole <laughs> we're gonna do a whole episode recapping that party. <laughs> it's like the never-ending party. It was super fun. Um, but it really is just who you are. Like we really get like that's like your legacy. And like I'm just as you're sharing this, I'm just imagining instead of people hanging these in their bedroom, they, they start hanging them in their kitchens for everyone to see because it's not right. weird. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, and something, I, I, something I hear sometimes is, um, well, what about people who have kids? I'm like, kids can be comfortable with bodies too. Yeah. You know, and the female body is a beautiful thing. And I don't see, I, I think that, I think art should be everywhere. I agree. I agree. That's so well said. So, and with that, um, where can people follow you? Where can they find your art? Um, and for those of you listening, we are going to be doing a virtual um, art gallery show with her on our Patreon. So if you want to go over and see some of her art for yourself and behind the scenes, we're going to go into her gallery and stuff together. So that's going to be super fun. Um, but where are where can people connect to you, your Instagram, your website? Um, yeah, so uh, my personal Instagram, I think Sugar mentioned, is Nicolette Spear Art. It's N I C O L E T T E S P E A R 
A-R-T. And then um, I also do throw these immersive body painting parties um, in Los Angeles. And if you want to come to one, they're at Bodies and Beats um, on Instagram, such as Bodies and Beats. Um, my personal website is www.nicolettespear.art. So, you know, just my name, nicolettespear.art. And um, I am going to be having a print giveaway on my website um, for anyone that wants to sign up for my email list. So I'll be giving away a fine art print uh, on G-Clay archival paper um, to a few people who sign up. And I'm going to have a free download too for like a screensaver or something that everyone can have uh, for their phone or for their laptop. So expanding my email list. And also if you're part of my email list, you're going to find out about all the cool art I'm making and the amazing events that I'm producing. So it's another good way to find out about me and what I'm doing. Yeah. So amazing. Nicola, thank you so much. We're going to go do a virtual tour of your studio right now, which we're so excited about. Thank you so much for being here um, for this episode and for your mission for the world and just who you are, not only as our personal friend, but who you are in this conversation. You're making such a big difference and transforming so many people's lives with your art. And I don't know if there's a more beautiful thing in the world. So we just really thank you for that. Thank you so much for having me and thanks for helping to expand my voice and my platform. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) All right, Clitorati. And with that, we're going to see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you liked this and are curious about our Clit Talk curriculum, we have a wait list for our upcoming free workshops and our Sex and Empowerment Signature Masterclass in 2022. Nothing like starting the new year guided by pleasure. Sign up for the wait list to come tap into your pussy sanctuary with Katie, myself, Sugar, and Lindsay at www.clittalkshow.com backslash waitlist. That's clittalkshow.com backslash waitlist.